welcome to Valid Thoughts, the podcast where we talk to friends and family about the concept of homeland, language, belonging, and vulnerability. Enjoy the conversation and remember our thoughts are valid. Hi guys, uh, welcome to another episode of Valid Thoughts um, with S and Abby. I'm getting used to it, you know. Yeah, I just changed the make of this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, so um yeah, yeah. So what are we talking about today? Um we're talking about vulnerability. Hey yes. Jesus. We're actually just terming it that I think this is gonna be called the unpacking episode. Mm. Um I don't know if I want to term it heartbreak mm. because I'm not sure I know what that feels like. <laughs> I'm not sure um if but maybe it's just like I I haven't termed it that it's like, you know, this is this is what I'm going the example I'm gonna use now is very bad. It's like people that are actually feminists, like they believe in all the things, but they they're like, Oh, I'm not a feminist, you know. Mm. Just because they don't want to be they, I don't like labels. Mm. Yeah. So maybe yeah, it's but, that. But yeah. I also agree, like I feel um but we'll get into that later, yeah. but it's a real question, like have I experienced heartbreak? Yeah. yeah. It's it's a it's a valid question. Yeah. Um so I mean I, I spoke about this earlier already, but I feel like um this year is the year I became very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like towards the beginning uh, the end of last year and but a lot more this year because um I think the end of last year it was um not consciously, like I was in that position, you know, so I was just vulnerable because of the situation I was in. But this year it was like by choice, you know opening up and letting things in and you know realizing if it works for me or not mm-hmm. and i had to be vulnerable to figure that out mm-hmm. you know and yeah was it worth it always no <laughs> <laughs> you learn it if you're not vulnerable you don't yeah. find those things out yeah. yeah i i'm one of those people that um enjoyed 2020 in the sense that it was easier for me to close off mm-hmm. and you know not be so open because then you know everything everyone was going through something yeah so um yeah because i feel like i i i honestly i don't know what vulnerability is mm-hmm. in that sense but i seem like i feel like i've always been that person that's quite been open mm-hmm. you know and shared things and I think 2020, since there was no need to, or not that there was no need, there was not the opportunity to be around so many people, it was a lot easier for me to just be alone mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, not say anything. Because it was, it was just easier mm-hmm. that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't to show my yash to anybody yeah. or something. Like, I, I don't know, there was, there was a bunch, there was a lot of it. Like, I refused to be vulnerable because yeah. I'd spent so much time being vulnerable yeah. that I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was for me it was the other way around even though i did i mean there was the there, there is the pandemic <laughs> and, and then there was the pandemic yes, play yes, with jesus yes. you know new year new me new everything mm. um so but still like i kind of i feel like i developed um quite a bit of new relationships or even like with people that i friendships whatever kind of platonic and not platonic relationship like it became deeper mm. and with some less you know mm. and just figuring out and a lot of i mean i had a lot of virtual calls yeah. and um yeah so mm. i think in terms of that like also i think um what helped me being more vulnerable is like i didn't have to always see the person mm. so i could just still be in my safe space 
and talk to the person on the phone yeah. but still be open you know yeah, I, I was definitely complete opposite like whenever anyone's like oh i miss you guys so much let's have a video call i'm like why <laughs> mm-hmm. why yo why just just text just write it write what you want yeah. to tell us um but yeah i was done being vulnerable you know mm-hmm. i i was so tired yeah i was really so tired because like ever since coming to germany i've had like a wild ride like i don't think there's a year that i rested like there's no year that has been normal for me there's always something that's making me do, 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 yeah. do. and even this year that's supposed to be huh okay i realized it was i had lots of do, do, do moments yeah. so i'm I'm just tired mm. of you know opening myself and sharing myself because being vulnerable led me to get hurt yeah that's mm-hmm. the thing that's so it. i i'm over it <laughs> yeah yeah so it took me like two years to get over my hurt and wasn't worth it. So when you talk about hurt, mm. what like Nama no <laughs> <laughs> Look at how she changed accent. It's a man. It's a man. What what is man do to you? Man's tough. Um, it's always men, yeah. So like so I've been telling myself, right, you know, he broke my heart, he broke my heart. But I need to like sit I'm like, is it really is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. Or was it just um my recoil from rejection mm-hmm. right because i don't know what either feels like right i'm not used to rejection mm-hmm. <laughs> um i'm blessed by god i don't get rejected very often so i didn't I, i'm still like then i thought my heart was broken like i feel like my heart was broken because like i said it took me two years to trust someone mm-hmm. again like after i went somebody say i like you i'm falling in love i'm like i'm gonna fall in love with your mother yeah. you know i found it very difficult to believe or to trust what was coming out from uh, the mouth of men because you know you're about to know <laughs> but um but yeah i asked myself is it really heartbreak or yeah. were you just pissed that someone you know wasn't interested or something but yeah, it was it was wild, right? Because I was minding my own business. Mm-hmm. As always. As always, you know? And somebody just slid into my DMs. <laughs> See, they're sliding to DMs since this. You make it sound like it's fantastic. No one slides into my DMs. Yes, they stopped. <laughs> they stopped sliding into my no DMs. No one ever slides. Like, only the people have slid into my DMs, and that's it. Yeah, the rest yeah, yeah, I can slide into my DMs. I'm just, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it slid into my DMs, you know, and then slid into my life, right? Mm. Warmed his way into my life. And I, then I was not really looking, right? I had just ended a relationship with someone else who he was dealing with some personal family issues. I can talk about it here because he's never going to hear this podcast. <laughs> um, he palm colored. Because <laughs> so his dad had cancer, okay. and of course it was a lot for the family, and it was a lot for him, and everyone was worried. I understand that, but he was an ass. Like he would shout at me in public, and I won't respond. And then later when we're alone, I'm like, oh, I understand that you're going through something, but you did this, and it hurts my feelings. Like I know that you know you need to relieve your stress, but you cannot be abusive to me, yeah. and I I won't take it. Just because your dad has cancer is not enough reason yeah. for you to treat me like Was this. Was this in Germany? Yes, in Germany. Mm-hmm. And the response to that is, but my dad has cancer. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, okay, this is this is not it. And I didn't know how to break up with that person because his dad had no, cancer, cancer, you yeah. know. So I just waited till like 
he got the hints yeah. and broke up with me and he was crying and I'm like why are you crying? But yeah, I was so relieved when that ended. So then I was like, I think I'm done with men and the drama. Yeah. So I wanted to rest. And then this person came and he was like everything that I had not had in a while. He was mm-hmm. Nigerian. Got all the Nigerian jokes. I didn't have to explain shit. Like music, like the music connection was there. I was just like, wow. You know, like I didn't know that I missed this. And you know, um, I thought we had a good time. I thought we had an amazing connection. We didn't have anything physical, uh, you know, or sexual. So it was, it was even wild. We weren't even going out then, mm. you know. We're still doing talking stage, and then at the end of talking stage is like, I don't see us becoming anything more than friends. And I'm like, my ear is not, <laughs> my ear is something, but my brain is not processing it. I was so confused because I could not understand. I could not understand um, why this was happening, right? It's not that I'm too tall or you don't like the way I eat chicken bone or something. Like, there was no reason other than the fact that this person just somehow now just wanted to be my friend and I could not really wrap my head around it. Mm. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, this is this is tricky, you know? Um I, you know, was a good sport. I didn't <laughs> see me like, I didn't like throw a tantrum there. Yeah. And I thought, okay, you can do this. You can do this. You can do this. Until I eventually went back home. I cried. Mm. I Nigeria. cried. Which hope in Nigeria? Oh, oh my room. Okay. <laughs> I okay, cried well, I think the person said it to you like in your face. Yes. Yeah. I cried so much. Yeah. And we were supposed to meet up later to watch a movie or something. And I was... I was like, I don't, I can't see your face. <laughs> like, I was, it was, I mean, I've had breakups before, yeah. um, but this one just felt different, right? I couldn't, I couldn't function, you yeah. know? And then I just became what somebody else later, I broke someone else's heart. <laughs> you know, that person called me a bitch, you know? It's like, who made you like this? I'm like, that's your brother. <laughs> that's your brother. Um, but yeah, like, so when I now like I sit back and think I'm like was I really heartbroken or was I just reeling from somebody like mm. rejection but then I'm like but that wasn't really rejection you know because we were still friends right we tried our best to still be in each other's lives and after a while it just didn't work for me you know I I still had those feelings and I can't be having for that person yeah or like this feeling of being hurt no for that person both feelings actually. Mm. For that person and every time I would talk to them it was it was hard on me and you know our talk would evolve into oh I'm seeing this other person I'm seeing that person and I was like I can't deal with this I can't I can't I can't handle this and then I decided okay but friends were cool but don't talk to me yeah please let me you know get over this let me you know be me and I tried my best, you know, but I just was, when I say upset, I wasn't angry, right? But I didn't let anyone come in, mm-hmm. right? Um, I was done, like, if you want anything from me, I'm okay having something physical, but 
no i don't want to know how your day went mm. <laughs> i don't want no don't tell me you like me don't tell me you love me don't tell me anything about me like i don't care if you don't like my shoes i don't care if you want me to wear blue shoes don't ask me to come visit you just fuck off you know so i i did that and even after a while when i was not angry anymore um i still didn't want people around me like somebody tell me i like you i'm like mm, do you really yeah like you're going to come and tell me you want to be my friend later so um and then i also think that i still carry that now right if i um get into something with someone and we're like talking and we reach that point where we're deciding if it's going to become something serious or not the moment you tell me it's friend they're looking for fiam, 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 i've disappeared i have enough friends yeah <laughs> i don't need any more friends um because how is that going to work right i think also they're not really honest when they say these things not that person now yeah. other people you say you want a friend but you don't want to treat me like a friend you yeah. want to treat you me like all a, the other benefits you want all yeah. the other benefits right yeah. you want me to rub your back and yeah. <laughs> um but you don't want to be my boyfriend you're so yeah. like you know i'm not saying it's a must to yeah. it's not a must to be my mm. boyfriend you know um but it's like if we don't want the same things then mm. no mm. like no i don't need a new friend yeah i'm okay yeah um what actually prompted us to do this episode was like a couple of things there was mm. this thing on twitter there was this thing fk abodu did um with her friend the recording talking about vulnerability and heartbreak that i found quite interesting that i was like wow um i'd like to speak about you know like mm. the way i feel and then there was the Zikoko um, <laughs> that uh, article, article that we yeah, read. Yeah. And the love, 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 love life. life. Love <laughs> life. <laughs> That's the Yoruba in me. Um, yeah, that was like, I mean, reading it and just thinking like, this is, this is not it. This is not it. <laughs> I'll try and maybe link it on this mm-hmm. episode. Um, shout out to Zikoko. This is not sponsored, but yeah, shout out to you I'm guys. the one that's always retweeting your quizzes. So. Yeah. <laughs> But I did send an email to Zikoko and they didn't reply. I pitched it something to them, mm-hmm. but yeah, no shade. I'm just saying. We're just saying. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's like what prompted us to like you know just look within and you know kind of have a conversation about this. Um. But I, I find your perspective quite interesting that you also say that even now, perhaps that you even still have that. Mm-hmm. Um. For me, um. So I am single. I'm not in an entanglement. Um, <laughs> I'm single. Entanglement is not relationship <laughs> yes, status. Not. And I think this is the first time that um, I'm actually like saying open. I feel like I'm at the red table. <laughs> <laughs> saying like in public also that I'm single. I've been single now for a year. I mean, when this podcast comes out, it's probably like been a year, four months or five months or something, whatever. Um, and I think this is, the, this is going to be the first time and last time. I'm going to address this, situ- <laughs> this my my last situation relationship mm-hmm. in public. I mean, it's not like anyone asked me to address it, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm doing this because yeah, I feel you want to be vulnerable, right? And I feel like there are people out there that like they want to hear, but no one's gonna ask. You know, no. spill the tea, honey. Um, yeah. So like, I mean, for a lot of people, a lot of people around me, at least, they know like I was in a. No, I mean, I was in a relationship, like, I was engaged mm. also. Oh, wow. I was engaged. Um, We're done introduction. Mm. If for the non-Nigerian listeners, like, introduction is basically, 
You're like an almost, introduction. Yeah. <laughs> you're introducing your, your partner exactly to your family, right? Like it's the first formal step, right? And the introduction was quite big. It was almost like a, some people's small wedding actually. Mm. It was uh, yeah. So um yeah, but then the relationship ended. He ended the relationship last year, the end of September last mm. year. And um uh, twenty nineteen, so <laughs> I don't know when you're listening <laughs> to this. So um yeah and um i found myself you know like so it was the way the uh, yeah let me just start like the way it ended was that um so we were on the phone we had been going through like really rough patches so 2019 was really difficult for us and um so we were on the phone there was like a lot of arguments and then he dropped the phone and then i was trying to call him back he didn't pick up and then he started texting me Started saying all sort of stuff, and you know when you are so someone is like really angry at you, so it's and the I mean so you as the person that they're angry at, you either get angry as well. It kind of like your anger should either become more than the other person's anger, so you are kind of like the one on top, like mm. you're the one that people have to beg now, mm. or you become very quiet. And you know when you become very quiet, it's a bit difficult for the other person to deal with it. Mm. Either the person also calms down and he really helps or them. Or they get even more angry. Exactly, which is what he did. He became mm. a lot more angry. Like, he just couldn't deal with it in that moment. And, um, I mean, he was going through an episode. Like, I mean, we had a bit of a conversation after, it, after that. And I guess in that moment he had some mental health issues. He might not um, admit to that at this point anymore. Anyway, this all this I'm saying is like my view. Like, I mean, it was a lot, right? He had just moved countries and it was like a lot of dealing with, you know, and also having the relationship that we were at that time that wasn't going very well. So, um, I mean, this is all I'm saying is like my view and this is what, this is how I saw things. And it's a bit of like he said, she said, this is my she said. And um, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a shout out to my podcast. To yeah, yeah, to yeah you, guys should, you guys should uh, check it out. Um, yeah, so... Um, then I was very quiet and it was in text messages and I read something on Twitter recently mm. about decluttering and deleting messages and I really want to delete messages but I'm also very petty. Yeah. And but I think I'll do it to the end of the year. I think I'll do it because it's a lot of um baggage you're carrying with you, right? I have two hundred fifty six gig on my phone and it's a lot of baggage that I'm mm. carrying with me mm. on like with the messages yeah. and you know. I agree. I I, I there's also this habit that people have that you go back and you read messages oh, and no, you're no. like oh i i, I did that like yeah. i went back and i read and i'm like where did it go wrong where did it go wrong and then after a while like i'll go back and read the message and I'm like what are you even what are you even yeah. talking yeah like what are you falling in love with yeah like, so um yeah i straight up like once the relationship ends delete 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 delete, yeah. delete like I don't want anything to give me memory of you yeah. for me to start acting like a fool. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, so the per- the person became even a lot more angry in that mm-hmm. moment. And I was very calm. And he actually, he changed, like, not only was he angry, like, he started insulting me, actually. Um, and saying, like, a lot of things. And I, at first, I was still writing, like, what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, like, okay. There's nothing I can say, you know. I just became very calm. It's one of those things that you can't take back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, I mean, I wonder, like, and in those messages, he also said, like, I hereby disengage you. Oh, my God! (laughs) (laughs) And, and he wrote, like, my full name. Oh, my goodness gracious. You know, like, when you read that document, (laughs) you 
WhatsApp. Are you ever disengaged? Engage. Are you uh, Megas XL now? <laughs> so um, that's quite interesting. And I just didn't say anything. And then so he was like writing and writing. And then he realized that, okay, she's not saying anything. He was so angry. And I was like, oh, I'm going to block you now. Oh, waiting fuck. for me to say something. Like, yeah. He was just saying a lot of provocative stuff so that I can respond. Mm-hmm. So you can have something like, you know, so we can be a back and forth. Like, but I wasn't ready to engage with that, you know. And I was like, in my bed, I was a few hours from catching a flight to go see him. Oh my goodness. It was <laughs> And um, I was just there. Like, I was so calm. And did, you, did you get on the flight? Yeah, I did. I didn't want to, but then I was like, okay, do I spend 10 days, like, in my bed mm. and not get out? Or do I um, get on this flight and go home to see my friends? So, I mean, it wasn't, I wasn't going directly to see him, but the flight was, like, like actually was a trip to go meet him in the new place he had moved to. But then I was going to see my parents first and mm. then go see him. So, but, and then I was also worried, like, okay, what, when I get home, like, am I going to uh, tell my parents about this? That was my plan, actually. But then a friend of mine said like okay you know what just calm down you don't know like how things are going to develop just wait um so i just but you know what i felt so much relief um after like he blocked me and i was just there i was like i didn't even you know I, what was expected of me i found out later is that um like i know he was like with his brother it's funny because he was shouting at me he was on his way back to his hotel room that i had paid for where he was staying with his brother. No shade but shade. Okay. I collected my money back for that later. But um yeah, so I mean I knew he was with his brother, so I could have called his brother or whoever, right? And because we're, So basically what was expected of you was to beg? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know we had a conversation after that. Um so anyway, so the I I got on that flight and I got home the next morning. I got home to Germany to my parents' place and I was like, I'm just going to keep calm. I don't know, for some weird reasons, my parents didn't, they didn't ask of him, which is very unusual, actually. So I showered, got into bed, and took my phone and opened my Twitter, and I saw a tweet. And uh, there was no name there, but it was direct, like, it was a direct insult at me, basically. And um, basically questioning my feminism and how I'm a feminist of convenience. Um mm-hmm. And how I was taking money from man. So I guess if you want to go back and look for the tweet. I think it's still there. Last I checked, which was last year. Like if towards the end of the year or something last year. It was still there. So I guess he's also like, oh, I'm not regretting what I did. And we had a conversation about it later. And he said like, oh, he doesn't regret that he put it out. Because he knows like Twitter is like my safe space. Twitter is my ranting room. I go Mm -hmm. on my Twitter. I don't engage with a lot of people. It's just some kind of like an archive for myself and my thoughts. And um, he was a, he was just trying to find a way for me to speak. And I'm not that kind of person, or at least I'm not that kind of person anymore. Mm-hmm. I won't um, make your anger make me angry or, or even start begging you. And I think I behaved a lot like, when that happened, I behaved a lot like the way men would behave mm-hmm. when relationships end. They just in the first they shut down and just yeah. don't say anything. Yeah, they don't say anything and also just move on. Maybe go clubbing, whatever. So what I did was like I was like I knew I I, I heard that it's women that do that. <laughs> really? I thought um, it was men anyway. So like I couldn't um just stay at my parents' place because I knew I would have to tell them. You know mm-hmm. how long will I stay here like without telling them? And the initial plan was I'll spend the day with them. But then really I came like my friend came to pick me up and then we just went with another friend. Shout out to you guys. 
um you know who you are so um yeah we just we were just hanging out at home we spent the whole weekend at home another friend came and we just had a really good time and I didn't have to deal with it that weekend at least you know and I knew okay I have a couple of days off work as well and yeah so um yeah like I think for me I I mean I I'm still going to go back and talk a little bit about the relationship itself because mm. I think it wasn't just I mean the relationship not working out wasn't just his fault it was our fault I was mm. just as much in there as he was so there's no need to say like oh this person was like was this person's fault um but yeah what was I going to say yeah but like I think the end of the relationship and it didn't end there so it was dragging which I don't have to go into but um it was like what I, say? I I wish it it had ended differently mm-hmm. because we we were in a relationship quite some time it was like three years over three mm-hmm. years so um also like the families that gotten to know each other you know so um I just wish like things had ended a bit differently but I I realized that he needed that he needed to like push away he needed to say all those hurtful things. If not, it would have been really hard for him to get himself out of that situation. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're trying to make it like in a very gentle way. So basically, just burn the bridge. So yeah, exactly, exactly. I think he really needed that, and um, yeah. So I don't regret the relationship at all. Um, the relationship itself, I think there was like, was like partly quite toxic mm-hmm. thinking about it now yeah a bit of gaslighting also happening in there and um how much like i couldn't be my my complete self which wasn't always his fault but more um me being very self-conscious me not being confident confident Mm -hmm. right like in at some point like i mean so you i was dating someone that is like if you'd look at um nigerian obviously and um if you'd look at you know when parents say that oh this is the kind of man i want you to bring home was ticking all of the boxes Mm -hmm. but yes he might be ticking all of the boxes you know regarding what my parents want but um, at the end of the day, like, are you happy? And most of the time I wasn't so happy, but there were also a lot of things that were happening, you know, within the relationship that was, you know, was just like, why was I still there? And I'm going to talk about one very particular thing. Yeah. So the first year of our relationship, yeah. And like, I would say like, I'm a pretty much independent woman. I'm, like, I do my own thing, right? And which was also like, a conversation we had a lot at the beginning like do you really need me do you really want me to be here mm-hmm. it's like yeah it's nice to have you even if i'm not talking you know it's nice to have you here and um so but for me when i told my parents which was like after like nine months or something after the breakup no 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 no. after um we met oh that i told my parents about him which i did because he was kind of pushing me to like tell them because he introduced me to his parents quite early mm-hmm. But you know what? What is, I th- what is quite early? I'd say a few weeks into the. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. yeah. It was like so. It just happened like they were there, and he was excited. Like you know, for him also, I was checking the boxes. Mm-hmm. You know, so 
it's it was a lot about that so like he's firstborn he's like accomplished has a good job you know all those kind of jobs that your parents actually want you to do has like side gigs as well so things are going fine it's just like the babe that's mm. basically missing and then meeting someone meeting me that's just moved back to nigeria you know also has a good job yeah, you guys are the couple that they write about in all those stories right? <laughs> maybe um yeah so and then it was the day that i was at his place my cousin and i <laughs> my cousin and i we used to like if not for my cousin, I don't think like the relationship would have even like would have it would have been what it was like. Mm. I don't think so. So yeah, my cousin and I were at this place and just you know chilling. And his parents came and they were so he was living with his siblings and so they were in his sister's room. So my cousin and I were just in the room, just think, not thinking anything. And then at some point he comes like, "Oh, do you want to meet my parents?" Ah! He was so excited and Jesus. But you know what? I was young, like I was what I was twenty two or something mm-hmm. or twenty three. Was I even twenty three then? No, I was twenty two. And I didn't think anything much of it. I was like, "Oh, it's a nice game." I wasn't dating to get married. I'm 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 never dating to get married. Like mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't having all those thoughts. I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna meet his parents." I didn't think anything. Hmm. So I met this his friends. Different. No, these are the people that I know that they they raised them in their bros. <laughs> So I met his parents and I remember so well like I spoke to his mom. It was nice. They were nice, you know His siblings were there. Um, that was also the day I met all of his siblings and then when the when the parents were leaving we went downstairs and The mom was trying to ask his sister about me like like how far with them <laughs> and the sister was telling the mother calm down like this one this one is, is it oh no and um, the mom was like okay and like i remember even my first christmas in lagos like i spent it at their house then already like which was like months later and um i spent it at their house and they were expecting that i sleep over which was like the weirdest thing for me and i just carried my bag in the evening i'm like i'm going home because he was there he was yeah. staying over so and I just... room, will you be sleeping? right like <laughs> But it was a test. You did not feel. I did not feel it. So, um, so like I like to think about all these kind of memories. But I know that before um, we started dating, I think we was dating a girl before that, and I think the if I like from Is my he bisexual. No. Oh, because he, he was dating a girl. I thought maybe he was. Oh, no, no, he's not. Well, at least he claims he's not. Well, this gonna be so weird. So uh, this part will hopefully not make it, um, but I know Abby, Abby, she's going to leave it there, but I'm not, I'm not regretting anything I'm saying. So, um, so the, the, so the girl he was dating before, I think there was the gap between when he ended that relationship, which was basically a relationship he had to end. I mean, he, it was an entanglement that kind of became a, a relationship. Are you shaving me? No, I'm not. <laughs> And um, and me and him starting to talk, the gap was very little. Mm. And I actually knew that, like, I had met the girl, I'd even done her a favor. Mm. I didn't know all of this, actually. Also, like, I didn't know they were dating. And the day, it was the day I saw a picture of the girl, and um, I was like, oh, do you know this girl? And I was telling him the experience I had with her. And he was like, oh, yeah, he just knows that. And then later he opened up and said they had... That they used to have sex you know he didn't tell me that they were actually it was more serious than that it was not until later that things started coming up you know 
and so anyway fast forward to a lot of things happening so he's like one of those popular guys in Lagos not like super popular but people know him in certain circles and um, I remember when at some point me and him almost two years into the relationship we came to Germany to see my parents like we just came to visit right and at this time we're talking about marriage already which I was always trying to like kind of push but yeah so we came to Germany and my mom my parents made us go to see their pastor because they're like okay even if we're not going to do any counseling thingy but at least you should um come like you should talk to the pastor even if it's one afternoon I was like fine it's okay we had a conversation the pastor asked something was like is there anything that you think you guys should know about each other you know and for me in that moment I was like mm, I haven't told you the only person I've had sex with while I lived in Lagos but it's a conversation we've had right I was like I'm not going to tell you because I think you know this person you might not be so happy about it but at least you know right and I left that place thinking okay if there is going to be anything that you want to tell me you know this is going to hopefully be some kind of room like that will open up that we can have this conversation um so yeah that didn't happen uh we got back home and i think that's really when reality hit like after a few weeks um after that trip i think we had a fight so there was like one week we had a fight and because he was like um i i think he his friend was there and was asking for his phone they want to give me and i was like yeah if you don't want to give me don't give me and he was like, he felt disrespected in front of his friend. Mm. Like, how can I speak to him that way? Um, and then I think it was maybe Wednesday or Thursday. So we didn't really speak until the weekend. And on Saturday, I had to um, work. And he actually came because I had an event in the office. And then, but he was going to hang out after, but I didn't want to hang out. So I just came home straight. And he had gotten a new phone. So he had his old phone there. And something, I just took the phone. I don't know, like, I'm not going to tell you guys to not check phones. <laughs> but yeah, it just, it, it, it does fuck up your mind a lot. Um, so I took the phone and I went on the Twitter and I opened the m messages and there was, there were messages from like almost, I think almost eight months or something back. Um, messages that you obviously don't want your boyfriend texting a girl and you know the messages they were exchanging and basically it was about um what i was so the year before that i was away on business trips a lot like literally every month i was out and um so it happened that on one of those trips they he met up with his, with his ex-girlfriend and they got quite drunk and she slept over at his place and he was trying to sleep with her. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, he might not be so happy that I'm sharing this on this. I don't um, think he listens to our podcast. Yeah. yeah. So if you um, snitch, <laughs> you'll so get stitched. Basically, but the girl didn't want it because they were both quite drunk. And he told me that he had to actually apologize to her later. But also in the messages, there were like a lot of things, you know, um, a lot of things that I was like, wow. But also like a lot of the messages were both of them discussing me. Oh, wow. And I found that quite problematic. Mm. So he came home in the evening and then he was like, oh, how are you doing? Mm. And I didn't want to talk at first. I was even planning on like just going to my sister's place. He came home and then I was like, oh, can you explain these messages? 
and Ooh, the confrontation and then he was like he was he was a bit i mean he had he had a bit of uh he had been drinking yeah so he had actually been out with friends um that evening and so he was he got home he was hungry so i said like can you this is home in germany or in nigeria mm. so we're living together at this point and i was like can you explain the messages and this guy left me and went to make indomie <laughs> and then i was so angry i was like what's going on like and then i went to the kitchen i was like i just started insulting him like i mean i was just like what the fuck blah 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 and blah blah and then he came inside the room and you know he's first was like why did you check my phone and i was like i was just thinking to myself are you kidding me? Is this like really what's important right now? Mm. Why did I check your phone? And he was going to make it that, right? Mm. Like that was going to be his way. Why did I check his phone? And it was going to really guilt trip me into that. And at some point he realized that it wasn't working. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, like the next morning he was like, oh, can we make it through this? You know, start apologizing, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And... <laughs> I think it was like the next day he had to go to his parents' place or something. So I was just home and I think he thought, like, I just drove, I stayed back and I was just home. I think he was texting me and then I I just left the house. I just drove away and he thought I had moved out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, um, did you pack your load or something? I didn't. But, you know, like, I think because of the kind of person I am, mm. I can just go. Mm. like and that's it you know so yeah and we had a lot of conversations about it and it was very i was very hurt for sure because so over the next weeks i was barely eating i was trying to just understand what's happening right mm. and at some point he expected that i should be over this oh wow i i, and, I hate i hate that and you know what I remember seeing on his phone and him also telling me that I was making him miserable. Oh, this is your lo the love of your life, right? And I was like, "That's painful. I I would just die. I'd be like, "Okay, let's let's end it here." Like I was like, "What do you expect? Like how if I'm making you miserable, then?" Imagine how I feel. Imagine like how hurt I am. Oh uh, no, you can't tell me I'm making you miserable and think this relationship will survive. It ends that night. And you know what? I think I would almost call it grief. Like I carried that with me all through the relationship. Because I never really had the chance to heal from that. Because that was also not the end of such incidents happening mm. and so january last year <laughs> i was praying to god mm. you know like january 20 like december to january mm. december 2018 to january last year. so december um 2018 mm. was when that incident happened was like around may or something mm. and you know been dragging it he uh but he proposed in september 2018 I said yes. We did introduction. Then, you know, things were difficult, right? But we we're managing. And then, but December thirty first, I remember, like we were at home. We had a friend over, and I just stayed in the room. I didn't go out to see the friend. I was just chilling by myself, and I just prayed to God that 
God, if this is it, show me. I'm telling you, God showed me, but you know <laughs> when you are, when you don't want to see, eh? Oh my God. Do you know what? And I'm going to tell this the way it, it happened, right? Mm. So, midnight, we get, we go to sleep, right? The friend left, and I couldn't sleep, so we were watching a movie on his phone, and um, he slipped off, so I couldn't sleep. But I like my phone really dark. For mm. people that know me, like my phone is always dark, yeah. So I wanted to dim the light, and he uses a Samsung. And so the Samsung, you pull it from up down. Yeah. And then also, like, if you pull it from up down, you also see messages. Yeah. Tell me why someone was texting my fiancé, I love you, on 1st of January. This is his mom. <laughs> right? This is his mom. And then I opened the message, but there was no other message. The number was also not saved. Mm. And I woke him up. Yo. I was like, <laughs> oh, excuse me, what's this? I was like, I said, now only light that they tried dim. What's this? And he's like, oh, nothing doesn't know. Leave me alone, I'm sleeping. I know if you sleep, never don't take light. I carry power bank. The phone was about to die. I carry power bank. I charged the phone where I can't do research. Oh my god. And then I woke him up again after I've done half of my research. He's like, he doesn't know whatever, whatever. He slept off. Wait, was it like he wasn't awake, waking up and hearing what he was Bro saying? Bro doesn't want to talk. Yeah. When I finished my research, I woke him up. I said, is this not the country you travel to this time? Is this not this person, this person, this person? Is it not this person that we saw abreast on your phone the one time, one oh, time? Oh, shit. And then he's like, Bro could not sleep again. And then he's like, yeah, some something. I think, I'm not sure if that was the... Night he told me like properly about the girl, blah blah blah. That's the ex. No, this is another girl. Ah, this is not yeah. even Niger, babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um I was like I just I couldn't sleep and then in the morning Do you think we can get over this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> ah. And you know what? So first of January I usually go to his parents' place mm-hmm. and normally I'll just sit down there, I'll not go. And we had had a conversation a few days prior to that event happening and he was like, oh, his parents want me to open up a bit more. I went there. I was the perfect in-law. Come and help us in the kitchen. Yes, ma. I'll, I'll give you gist. We talk. The guy was confused, like, what's going on? What? <laughs> you know? And it was a very difficult period for me. Again, like, at that incident, I didn't, I didn't talk to anyone. I, I was just not sharing with anyone. And um, it was very difficult. Um, I um, clearly have no experience with it. <laughs> it was very difficult. And a week, uh, and uh, yeah, on Saturday, so it was like a busy week for both of us. Mm-hmm. I was barely eating. My problem is that when things like that happen to me, I barely eat. When things I like that happen sleep. to me, I eat. I sleep. <laughs> I barely eat. I barely sleep. I'll just be on autopilot mode, you mm-hmm. know? And... Um, then I think a week was like the next time, like a whole week later, we had a conversation and he told me a lot of things. And that was the first time I think he understood that I was hurt and he was he also understood like where it was coming from. Mm-hmm. And he um he told me all these things, told me a lot about his past, a lot of conversations that we obviously had not had that you should absolutely be having. 
And then I told him that I don't want this anymore. Like, and he was so upset that how can I open up so much? Yeah, guys do that. And then you are now like you don't want this yeah, anymore. Guys do that a lot. I had an ex who um, was very closed off. He had been single for thirteen years, and then he got into a relationship with me. But he was terrible at communicating. He wouldn't tell me things, and I told him, "You have to be honest with me. You have to talk uh, to me." So he was a photographer. So he traveled to Thailand for a, a job. And then he got back and he told me, oh, he has something to tell me. That, you know, he's been thinking about me saying he needs to communicate more. He needs to be open. And then he tells me he got a happy ending. Ooh, and I was like, I, I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. Right? I was like, I don't understand. They gave you more money. He's like, no, like, don't you know a happy ending? I'm like, what? And then he tells me what a happy ending is. And I don't believe him because I'm like, my boyfriend is not just telling me he went to yeah. Thailand, and, Thailand and got a happy ending like this is a joke right so I googled it and it is not a joke and I am mad how do you do this and you come and tell me and then he goes you said I should be open now I'm telling you why are you upset I'm like you, you're mad yeah. they raised yeah. you in a barn because yeah. you must be crazy you know um, you cannot open up and tell me things that you're doing crap shit yeah. nonsense yeah. and think I'm gonna clap for you yeah why yeah yeah yeah. Did you smoke weed? You know? Are you high? So I hate it when they do that. Like they try to twist they think that just because you say anything, you get props for that. You mm-hmm. don't get props for talking to me and you sure as hell don't get props for telling me about the evil you have done. Yeah, yeah. To me. That reminds me of one of the conversations we had then after that, because at that point it was kind of becoming obvious that I was going to leave Nigeria. And mm-hmm. he was also thinking of, like, what's going to happen next. And then he's like, oh, he thinks, like, if he moves abroad, which was not going to be the country I was moving to, that, well, there are going to be a lot less issues than if he stays back in Nigeria. So he and means there's like, going to be a lot more room for him to do what he wants to do and not get caught. I mean, in his own interpretation, was like, oh, he's going to focus because then he, ha- like, he has to focus. It's like new environment. He's going to focus just on work and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, um, okay. You know, like, this is like you defending yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> um, um, I mean, thinking about all that's happened now, and I'm not saying, like, I'm, I mean, I've just basically narrated, like, two things that were very significant, you know, that, you know, where I experienced hurt a lot. But I'm not saying that... I didn't do a lot of things also that he he mm. didn't like as well, mm. you know. But that's for him if he wants to narrate the story to do that, you know. Um, and also another thing that was, I think, was the issue in that, um, in our relationship was definitely like the the sexual compatibility, compa- compatibility, compatibility, or otherwise, or the sexual incompatibility mm. actually in the relationship. Um yeah so that's like another thing i feel like there were just a lot of things that we should have spoken about that we didn't and it was always like this happy you know to the outside world it's like oh they look so perfect and they have things going for themselves you know while a lot in the space when it was just both of us although we did have a lot of good times but was just very difficult you know I felt a lot, very insecure a lot of times and I didn't although I mean it wouldn't be fair to say that he wasn't like pushing me to to strive for more or to like you know 
like do what I want to do also with the podcast or something you know but I felt like often I felt like there was some kind of standard I had to um I had to kind of attain to and that was kind of his standard and it was difficult to meet up with and what he says is good or not good you know but I think at the same time it was vice versa because he um I think he has a lot of issues with um me not being I mean I say like oh I'm your biggest fan he writes right so like I'm like I'm your biggest fan and um I don't know whatever you want to do <laughs> so um anyway like in what he does I'm saying I say like I'm your biggest fan and he goes um yeah but you don't show it enough like you don't like okay I of course like I follow what you do but yeah there are women out there you know that don't know what the actual issue is like of course it's it's nice when the when they see your work outside but at home like you have sleeping problems like I'm here to deal with that you know you you have the problem like oh you don't know if this work you've done before it goes out if it's good enough I'm the one here you know and dealing with that it's like also like I don't need and he also was expecting that I should ask more of him I should expect him to do this for me do that for me I have a father like I don't have daddy issues you know I I mean I, I don't need you to do things for me that I can do for myself and there's just a lot of things like maybe also growing up abroad it's like maybe I'm a lot more independent than those girls are so yeah so I, I maybe I'm a lot more independent than the, the girls there are and or the girls that he's been in is dated or had something with are so it might be a bit different that you know I don't need you to like get to constantly do stuff for me you know yeah so um in terms of like all of this and I mean I think now I'm a bit worried that you know me singling out those two uh, things that happened but like you know, why didn't you leave the relationship right mm. like people might just think like why did you stay basically but um for me why did I stay it was especially after my parents knew at first I was just in this nice relationship right like yeah. I wasn't thinking too much about it um when my parents knew that we were dating, I'd never introduced anyone to my parents before that. Mm. So it was like, as much as I'm this girl that likes to live her life, I would, I felt like, you can't just chicken out now. Mm -hmm. Your parents know about this. Mm. You have to do this, you know? And I guess um, at some point also it's like, well, you've been in this for so long. Yeah. Like leaving and starting something. Point, yeah. Just, yeah. And you know, like I think at some point we had kind of also we'd compromised, you know? Okay, maybe he's not getting as much sex as he would actually like to get, but okay, well she's a decent girl, you know? But you shouldn't compromise. Like I feel like that's what I've learned in the in this year now, you know? You shouldn't compromise with things like that. Things are actually important to you, you know? Yeah. And um, so it was always easier said, like, why didn't you just leave, you know, than actually, and also because I didn't really used to speak to anyone. So um, no one really, very few people knew what was happening. So it was like, oh, they're fine. Everything is going well with them. And 
you know so there's no reason for anyone to worry they are living in this so it almost seems like it's this perfect relationship you know those two people that are doing well in their field you know and yeah and like outside people would be like wow and goals yeah well i mean you don't know what's happening right yeah, yeah. and so after the relationship ended i did I'm, I'm being very honest like I had a difficult time because I just moved to India in July and the relationship ended in um, at the end of September 2019 and I was in the, so I'd gone on the trip came back and I'd resumed work the same day I came back mm -hmm. and although on the one hand work was like a perfect kind of a getaway and you know just doing my job at the same time, it was very difficult because I was living in this country by myself. My family did a great job. As I, I don't talk much, especially not even to my family. Mm. But they were like always checking up for me. Also, shout out to, you guys know yourself, like the people <laughs> that were actually there for me. Um, a, a, a friend of mine, I'd like to call her that, you know, it was almost like therapy sessions. You know, she'd call me and we'd have a lot of conversations, you know. And because... When you break up, right, when you've been in a relationship for so long, figuring out who your friends are, especially if you guys have, like, common friends, it's it's another thing, right, mm -hmm. you know? Who do you take with you? It's almost like a divorce, you know, even though <laughs> we're not married. But we were in the process of getting married. Like, we had filed for the papers, you know? Mm. So, um, yeah, so that was definitely, like, towards the end of last year. It was pretty was hard you know but I don't know if I can say it was I was heartbroken so on the one hand so there were times and where I also even tried to reach out to him where he had literally blocked me mm. and um, on the one hand I wanted this I think it was more about having this familiar thing back you know yeah. being in that space that you just knew I mean it's mostly it's easier to be in a familiar space than exploring the something devil that's, you know. it's yeah it's better than the angel you don't, you don't know yeah so um yeah there was that and that's when I was really seeking out to like you know get in touch with him I was like okay this is not this this shouldn't be the ending of something that went for so long but at the same time I also knew that even if like even if we get back together how after all the insults, mm. how, like, and I don't even want this anymore. Yeah. I don't feel, I actually don't feel comfortable with this anymore. I don't know if I was doing it so that I could then say I'm not doing it again or something. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> so you your Yeah, maybe, but, um, yeah, so I had to, like, learn to deal with that, right? And towards the end of last year, I actually met someone in India, and I realized, like, it's how do I go from you know getting out of this long thing now to meeting other people mm. I was definitely when I met this person I was definitely not ready to be in a relationship it was not even my type like to be honest like it wasn't my spec because I only do billionaires now <laughs> and um, so I met him but it was interesting and we had a conversation and I remember the first time we we're like getting it was like kind of getting closer and I was just like, oh, I just got a relationship. Mm -hmm. I just told him and he was like, oh, okay. And he was like, also trying to say that, yeah, I know that you just got a relationship and 
it's going to be difficult and now you're going to be mean to like the next man which is me but you know what i don't even mind and i was like what okay uh was it i was like what and you know i didn't i i knew like um towards the end of the year like i don't want to take this person into the new year because <laughs> i i knew and i think that's also one thing i've learned right like to be able to um dissociate my just associate myself yourself. as you can see like i have a lot of problems with words <laughs> from situations that don't work for me that's something i learned um at that point uh, like towards the end of last year so i knew like i'm leaving this guy in mm. 2019 and this i don't think i met in india. india and i don't know if he I, I know he listens to the podcast sometimes but i don't know if he's also going to recognize himself and why maybe i behaved the way i behaved yeah. and, you know i i left and um went to nigeria for the first time so, alone mm. you know which was not like so long last time i was there was in april but so i went to nigeria for the first time alone I also knew that my ex was also in Nigeria at that um around that period because I would actually plan to go for his brother's wedding, which is why I bought the ticket. But I was like, I'm still gonna go to Nigeria anyway. I didn't mm. go for the wedding, obviously. I was about to ask. <laughs> no, but I had a good time. I'm glad I did it. I'm so happy because I was so anxious about going. How was it going to feel? Uh, but I had the best time. I met so many new people that you know that been part of my twenty twenty. Um, yes, yeah, so I was in Nigeria, I had a good time, got back to India and I knew like you just have to kind of get yourself together, right? It's going to be difficult, but there are a lot of things that I've been able to experience in 2020 that I just wasn't able to experience. I would have not been able to experience if I was still in that relationship. Yeah. You know, even I would have been like getting on the next possible flight, you know, all the time to go see my partner because like, oh... I have free time, so I'm going to go, you know, instead of maybe staying and, you know, exploring. Like, I talked to you about spending time with my cousin, you know. Yeah. I wouldn't have done that if I was still in a relationship. Because, but my thoughts be here. Right? Even that, because if, in as much as he supported me so much, but I was just like, oh, I don't know. Like, I was always so scared of what I'm going to produce, you know, and what this person will think of me, which is absolutely stupid, actually. This is my fault, like, thinking that way. So, um, yeah, and then I'm probably cooking because I'll be doing home office, <laughs> and we'll be going to work, and mm. when they come back, they'll be asking me, eh, Where's my food? You know, and I'm not here for that. So, um, yes, I've been, I've been grateful for like what 2020 has brought. Um, also, in terms of like my sexual life, mm. um, <laughs> um, it's been interesting. So, I so. It, it's been also I mean, one thing that was said is like also like I was often not vulnerable in that situation like yeah. often not sharing enough you know mm. often not being open enough and that's one thing I've uh, learned this year so this year when during the pandemic there was actually someone that um, I was talking to like for most of the time while I was in India before I left in June that we were like I think the relationship we had the the friendship we shared at that time, I would call it friendship. I know he listens to the podcast, but um, I don't know. I, I think our relationship has also shifted um, for because some of reason. Lack of vulnerability or? No, no, n- not that. Like, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> but um, the friendship we shared 
during those months where we used to talk a lot and there was a day that I I told him also I told him about um, my ex I actually opened up and you know we had this very long conversation where he was like he stopped like are you stupid like are you stupid like what is going on with you and other times you'd be like ah, but you too your wallet is too much so um, I think that really helped me in terms of opening up to a man yeah you know just learning how it would be if i wasn't if i was trying to actually talk to someone if because it's going to be if you meet someone new right opening up to the person mm. you will have to also get into your past mm. okay i have a question right yeah. so we've been talking about vulnerability and uh my vulnerability it branches right so it is it's not different for my romantic relationships as it is for my um okay no that's a lie it is a bit different the romantic relationships and the uh, relationships that i have with my friends right while I, I do agree that in general i'm not a very vulnerable person but it's easier to do with friends than it is to do with but, a rom- romantic see, partner. Not, ideally yeah. i don't be vulnerable to anybody yes i don't i don't want that is how god willed it right <laughs> So I don't know why we human beings are trying to tweak things. But anyway, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I, I mean, balancing it out, right? Like, I think my fear is that... So if you're vulnerable to a romantic partner and you never know how it ends, even with friendships, you don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe what like you can compare to more is like vul- um, romantic partners and maybe family. If you're vulnerable to your family, they don't have choice. I don't have to. I don't vulnerable to my family. <laughs> yeah. Because you just say something, they just look at you. They don't respond. They just look. <laughs> yeah. Look, look. Yeah. So like, I'm not talking anything. Yeah. Anymore. But like, I mean, if you're vulnerable to a partner and you guys are not together anymore, I mean, this is like, I don't know, like, what I'm sharing about my ex here, mm. he's probably not happy about but it. But that's then. the problem now is it's how that relationship ends. ends yeah, exactly. If the relationship ended on a good note. Exactly. I, I have exes that our relationship has actually yeah. not ended pretty badly. Yeah. Right? Yes, I eventually ghosted somebody, but you know, we mended that. Yeah. Um so I was vulnerable to that person. We had a good note. We can talk about the relationship with no negatives on mostly their side. Yeah. Well, the, it ended when I... Because I had to leave Abuja and something yeah. happened. And I, I was just upset, right? Yeah. I was away from everything and I was just sad. So I just closed off, right? Yeah. We understood that part and were able to move beyond that. And that relationship ended on a good note. So... How does... I think it only translates so, yeah, when, when it ends on, on how it, it ends. ends. Absolutely. I agree with you. I agree with you. If it actually ends in like a way that you guys both agree that, okay, we have to end this even though it's sad. Mm. But then there's like no grief, right? Sorry, yeah. there's not like one party is angry mm-hmm. and the other person is like, I don't know, this person hurt me so yeah. much. Um, I think that's what, I don't know how my ex feels about it. Now I think that's what he had for me. Like at, at least when the thing ended, like he was just very hurt that, oh, how could this person... Uh, I mean, there were a lot of times I also treat them quite shit, like mm-hmm. like shit, basically. And I think for me, it was mostly because of a lot of things that happened in the past that I was just not able to overcome. And we, so when I wanted to have a conversation about those things, it was always like, oh, he's like, he, like, he, like, I'm opening his yash, kind mm-hmm. of, you know? And so we're not able to, like, 
uh, reflect on them properly and deal with those problems properly, you know? And, you know, like, you're carrying that with you along. And I'm that kind of person, like, man, like, I can't, I can't, I just couldn't get over that, right? Like, and no matter what, if something little happens, and also, like, when I offended him, my argument was always like, after all you've done to me, mm. how can, how do you find it so difficult to get over what I've done to you now? Mm. Which, and then, you know, so it's like, but you can't, that argument Everyone's, everyone's uh, placing blame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Taking score. Yeah, exactly. Which shouldn't be the case. Mm. But yeah, I agree with you um, that... Um, if it ends on a good note. It's, yeah, it's you know, not, it's not a big problem, right? It's easier Yeah, to... absolutely. Um, yeah, so la- this year, <laughs> last year, yeah, depending on when you're listening We're already in 2021, right? 2020 yeah. behind us. Yeah. Um, so I think having that relationship with this, with this person uh, and talking a lot is kind of prepared me for how, if I was to speak to a man in the future. Mm. That's his would... friend that was saying, you said you get a while. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So it kind of prepared me for that. I don't think I've told him that. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't speak as, as much. Our relationship isn't just what it was, but also the, we all have our lives to live, right? Um, so it helped me a lot. I think also I was there for him most of the time. <laughs> Stop so... keeping score. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's balanced. So, uh, yeah, shout out to you. <laughs> you know yourself. Um, Everybody just, they know themselves. They know themselves. If you don't know yourself, then, you Sorry. know, yeah, that's also okay. Yeah, and then um, summer came, right? So when I'm in India, my God, this, this, I'm sharing a lot. Vulnerability. You know, so when I'm in India, I'm usually like, so... I'm like, yeah, I'm in India, I'm here for like the next four months or something and this is like, I mean, you and like, you and an entanglement right now, right? Mm. <laughs> so, you're like, but I don't have that opportunity like in India. I mean, it's not like I don't have that opportunity, but see, like, I'm not into Indian men. I'm not into white men. Mm. I'm into black men. I'm into Nigerian men. I'm into, actually, Yoruba men. Don't let us <laughs> be doing it now. That's like, my spec is Yoruba. Mm. So, Yoruba demon, Yoruba she, angel. Yeah, she like her man demon style. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so there's that. And so when I'm in India, it's like, I'm very clear. Like, oh, I'm here for the next four months or whatever. And I'm very focused, right? Like, I'm just doing my work, going about my everyday life. And so when I come home, home coming to Germany or maybe going to Lagos or something, that's when, like, maybe there's a little bit of excitement. And I'm not talking excitement. There's, like, oh, going to be having sex with someone now every day or whatever. It's not like, as I said earlier, no one is sliding into my DM. Like, <laughs> my friend was still asking me yesterday that what's happening? It's been so long. You're not dating. What's going on? I'm sure there are men there. I don't know what you people think. My life is not as interesting as you guys make it seem to be. But if you want it to be more interesting, yeah, shout out to you guys. If you're a billionaire, you know. Just... I don't know that billionaires on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know if billionaires listen to our podcast. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> but um, if you, you know, I don't like to do potential 
for sure. That one I'm, I'm very clear about. I don't potential because me, I'm not potential. Did you see the tweets? I'm like, I'm like telling you something, but did you see the tweet about that? Apparently, the guy asked the girl if she could date someone that's like suffering. Mm-hmm. And then the girl's like, no, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Like, so she was like counting out like the reasons why she couldn't date someone that was suffering. And the guy goes like, but you know, to me, you are suffering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My bones were that one about the girl when she they went she went out with her boyfriend's oh, friends yeah. and they were saying like where do you want to go next year and she said this place and he's like don't go there with your 30k, 30K. salary jesus oh my goodness jesus i was like no 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 some of you are unrighteous fellows unrighteous you man twitter streets yeah it's just yeah so yeah and um so like when i'm in india it's very clear that you know there's not even much excitement, right? Mm. It's like, I'm, I don't know at this point, I don't know how I feel about doing long distance relationship. There's really nothing. So there's even nothing to be thinking about actually, right? So I'm not, I'm not offended. Like mm. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Like I'm enjoying my life. Like I'm doing stuff like that, you know, that makes me happy. And I also don't know, like even being in a relationship, like me, I don't know me. I don't like to share space like that. Like. <laughs> No, I don't like, I don't know, I don't like to share space, so I don't even know how that would translate, you know. But yeah, they say when, when there's love in there, maybe, you know, yeah. You need love. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and then like summer came and I knew like I was coming to Europe and what I... Summer 2020? Yes, and I was, I was worried actually, I was mm-hmm. quite worried, like, although I had been doing so well with, um just living my life and obviously you have moments of doubts but I was worried about if I meet someone or if I even want to get into some kind of sexual experience with someone how would that be and that was I, I spoke about it when I had the when we had the let's talk about sex episode about how you were worried that after so long, yeah, how would it be getting intimate with someone with someone else? else? And it turned out that you were worried for nothing. Well, I mean, I feel like I was worried for nothing, but because I'm I'm not like constantly with one partner, which doesn't mean like I'm sleeping around, guys. Beautiful, beautiful, and like that, and oh like God. that. I'm uh, I'm celibate right now, by the way. Um, so. <laughs> But still, like, I think even it's going to be... But I think it's like you just have to open up. You have to have a lot of conversations with the with the people, right? With the person. With the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. partners. <laughs> I'm just, like... It's definitely... It's like, generally, I think having sex is... I'm always worried about having... Because I, I don't know how to relax like that. Mm. I don't really know how to just calm down, like... And I start thinking a lot... Mm. And it takes the grace of God and the grace of your partner to like, you know, kind of get you into that state of like where you're really relaxed. So yeah, it's, um, I mean, on the one hand, I realized this summer that maybe I was worried for nothing. I, I mean, I mean, I'm just going to say it, right? See, no, I, uh, no, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> okay, guys, she's not saying my mommy might be listening and they, they might people might well, be in, in summary your point is that come summer 
you enjoyed yourself like you had fun you made yeah, well, as much as you can during the lockdown exactly um, you know you met your friends you reconnected with people i became vulnerable during yeah, that time as well you let some people in yeah right and it didn't turn out to be bad yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. that's why you talk about sex without talking about sex yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so um that was really good and I'm at this point right now where I'm doing fine. I'm absolutely okay. I can't even imagine like speaking to someone again. Mm. I'm not actively searching for mm. anything. Um I'm not hurt. I think that's one thing I realized right from the like even from when my last relationship ended that I just had to deal with this mm. and it's ended and my dad said something also <laughs> my my parents like they were they just wanted me to get over it and like find someone else and move on <laughs> and i'm like yeah i'm to chill <laughs> like, <laughs> but um i'm taking my time to you know process everything to live my life um yeah and just enjoy myself mm. however i want that is and as i mean my my goal has never been marriage Although sometimes it is a bit like not difficult, but you you just question yourself maybe a bit, you know. My friends are a lot of my friends are married, um, having kids. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, she's a year older than me. She's had a second kid just recently, and you it know, makes you think. yeah, it makes me think. And even if like even kids are not like my goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, I've never... You've been conditioned by society. So yeah. when you see these things, yeah. it feels like yeah. you're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... No, sometimes when I start having those feelings, I go on YouTube, I look for a pregnancy, the birth videos, so I can tell myself, Mm-mm. nope. Let me tell you not something. Yet. You know what? It's not even having a kid that scares me because I think I do okay. You need resources. Is it research? No, it's not the I'm talking about the process of burning the pekin. <laughs> no, my own is even being pregnant. It's, you know what? I don't even like when I have wound. Like mm. when something is doing me. Something is now growing inside my tummy. I want to start turning upside down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like being bloated. Mm. Nah. No, I don't it's know. not bloated. You're around. Yeah, like, like don't but a lot of people just feel very uncomfortable, and I don't understand why I should feel uncomfortable for nine months. If you're lucky, yeah, like it's men. <laughs> yeah, so um, so those are all things that I, I mean, I pretty much like live my life, you know, mm-hmm. and I like after India, I'm gonna go somewhere else, and it's gonna. I mean, I'm hopefully going to go somewhere where I have a lot more to look at, at least. Ooh. Even if there's nothing happening. Okay. You know, at okay. least I can... Mm. I, at least I can just sit and be like, oh, what a good day to be alive. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's that's interesting. You know, I, I wish you luck on your <laughs> path of vulnerability. But, um, yeah, I, I was, I've come from that journey. Do not do me any favors, honestly. I mean, I feel like there is at some point that I am going to have to be vulnerable mm. with my partner, whenever God presents them. Um, but until then, mm. but I I do feel like I'm, I'm excited 
because maybe because I'm on this journey right now, yeah. I'm excited to meet someone that I feel like I can trust again. That was and like, I can I, I I don't even know why for some reason it was just easy to trust people. To just assume like you know somebody would cheat on me, I'll forgive you. I think it's not going to happen again. again. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. Was I joking? Yeah. So yeah. Um. After that, it's just like I'm not even going to give you room to think you can fuck up but mm. if you do fuck up i'm also not going to give you room to think that you know i'm going to do like accept that shit anymore right yeah i i'm i, I mean i haven't been cheated on at least that's what they say all that's happened was not cheating <laughs> but you know what i'm not um going to and i don't accept any cheating partner like mm. I, I don't I, I don't condone it because I um I wouldn't do the same to you. Yeah. I would not. I would it's the bare minimum. Yeah. So why should I accept that? Yeah. And you know um also I think one thing that made me kind of stay in the relationship was also like oh as you said like it's better to like be in what you know than like you know looking for something else and you don't know what's outside but. Black love doesn't have to be always like struggling, you know, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be hard, love can be easy, love can be, love can be kind. I mean, yes, but I don't think love can be easy. Yeah, not like, but, I mean, in terms of, you know, like, all the... fighting over who's texting, I love you, New Year, that type of thing. (laughs) Yeah, right, like, I don't want that, Mm. and I, I, I want... I want kind black love, you know? Mm. And I feel like also I've become a lot more kinder word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've become a lot more kinder in the past months. Sorry, with just a lot less grief and a lot less being so annoyed at this other person, right? Because I'm not in that situation anymore. Because I think it makes you become like sometimes it makes you become like a bitch as well. You yeah, know? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, and um I want to, I want to also be a lot more easygoing. I want to have a partner where I don't have to think about my words. I don't have to be, I don't have to carefully choose my words. And mm-hmm. I just want something that's, I don't want stress, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I think black love can be that as well. Non-stressful. I, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's very, very deep. You know, you yes. share a lot. We appreciate that. Now you followers they yeah. can get to know more about you wow they will get to know more about me because i'm not vulnerable is it <laughs> um but yeah thank you so much yes for joining us on the podcast today. i feel like those people now after they record the episode be like hey what did i say <laughs> <laughs> this episode yeah let me tell you guys i'm not gonna listen to it Ooh. I'm just gonna drop it. She's gonna let me do whatever I want. I'm just gonna drop it. Yes, I'm not even gonna. Please. You're gonna write it like this stuff. You're gonna okay. upload it. I'm not gonna listen to okay. it. Do not message me. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, do not message me. I'm actually gonna change my number. <laughs> well, you've heard it right here from the queen herself. Yep, yep, yep. She is going on an amazing journey of vulnerability and we do wish her all the best. I really want this to work for you so you can give me tips and tricks <laughs> on how to join you on the promised oh land. Um but thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. 
keep on looking yeah i hope you're gonna be on the next episode um i hope so too We'll see. We'll yeah, see. We'll Maybe see. I'll find me ninja. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, look forward to the next episode and we will catch you there. Yeah. Bye guys. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Valley Thoughts. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. You can find us on Twitter at ValleyThoughtsCS and on Instagram at ValleyThoughts underscore creative. Share, like, but please don't send to your parents or my parents. Remember, our thoughts are valid. <laughs>